Hey everybody, welcome back to Period, a podcast about two real life women sharing our real life experiences, talking about real life problems. Let's get it today. All right, I'm ready to jump into it, Gracie. I'm feeling it today. Oh, me too, girl. Me too, let's talk about it. So today's episode, we are talking about dating and intimate partner violence, emotional abuse, red flags. The red flag trend oh, just yeah. finished. You know, we got to hop on this We got to hop on the train. Um, and manipulation and coercion. And we'll kind of go into what that means. But this is a proper time to give everyone a clear trigger warning. We are going to be talking about sensitive and serious subjects, as always, on this podcast. But we do try to keep it light and happy. And funny because we do be funny bitches sometimes. We do, we do be kind of funny, <laughs> but we also do be a little traumatized. So <laughs> it builds a little bit of character, if you ask me. You know, that's how I like to look at character it. development, baby. Positivity, BB. Yes. All right. So let's jump into it. I want to start the conversation off with. Um, let's start with the red flags. That seems fun. Okay. What are your personal red flags, Faith? When looking I, for a significant other. And I mean this. Uh, this is not a serious red flag, but it do be a red flag for me. When people wear socks without shoes. Like outside? Like in the dirt? No, that's not what I meant. No, I meant they wear shoes without socks. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Faith, that's everybody. Oh, it's like in the dirt and shit? Like, what's the problem? <laughs> oh... So, yeah, that's probably one of my red flags. Okay, but, like, what's a more serious one? A more serious red flag? Give, give, give the audience something they should look out for. Um, I feel like if they're trying to slowly but surely take all your friends away, like spending a lot of time with them and then slowly but surely you realize that you don't have anyone yeah, like, they have a problem with you wanting, like, alone time with your friends yeah. type thing. Yeah. Like, if I want to go out with my friends, I guarantee you, to the man that I will marry, I'm not going to ask permission to go out with my friends. I'm not. You're going to go have fun with the guys. I'm going to go have fun with the besties. <laughs> the besties. Whoever like that, that is. <laughs> <laughs> At the time. Um, but, yeah, I've been through that, and I don't wish to go through it again. It was sad understandable yeah i feel like you should never control your partners like if it's like a i've like this is a question for you if it's like a part a person that you're friends with and your partner like tells you they have a problem with them um are you going to tell that partner like i'm still gonna hang out with them or would you like take the approach of like you would take a step back from that friend you know what i'm trying to say like if you came to me and were like yo no, so this girl like named Apple, she's not Apple. it. Yeah. No, no, no. So like, say you were in a relationship, and that significant other told you that they didn't, they didn't like me, and oh. they wanted you to hang out with like me less. Oh no, that would not. Just happen. like a hypothetical. <laughs> I would understand if it was maybe like someone that I that had just kind of I had crossed paths with like recently, and we're still like getting an acquaintance. to know each other. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like as a human, like on a. I'm not religious, but I am spiritual in a way. So um, I feel like a lot of people, like, you're just going to have bonds with people that you just can't really explain, and you're meant to cross paths with people. Um, But that doesn't mean that they're always good. 
and yeah, a lot of people have like a special power it's this sounds so said you're actually superhuman <laughs> you're actually super you're actually gonna no turn i mean like Kent. you you can there's some people that sniff out the bad ones you know yeah i feel I like you're you trying bi- to say i feel like you're one of those bitches me <laughs> yeah <laughs> why do you think that i don't know you're like the drug <laughs> dog of friendship bro I don't know <laughs> to take this as a compliment or an insult. It's a compliment. <laughs> I'm going to take it as both. But, you know, you can feel when the vibe's off, but also people that do manipulate and, like, coerce people, like, a lot of a big mi- misconception about that is that, oh, well, they were so nice to me. Well, well, they never said stuff like that to me. They never did stuff like that to me. Of course, they're not Luthan. They're gonna try Luth to. Luthan, <laughs> who is named Luthan that you know? <laughs> this is the first name I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're not because they're trying to get everybody on their side. They're trying to look good, you know. Yeah. They don't. It's... I think what you're trying to say is that like people who are good manipulators often do a good job of making themselves look a certain way or making other people perceive them a certain Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. And that actually might not be their, like... It's a facade. Intent. Like, their genuine intent. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Okay, I got you, girl. I got you. It's just like a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I feel like that's an important thing to think about. We gotta hop on these red flags again, girl. I'm sorry. Oh, we're slacking. Sorry about that. Um, what's another red flag of, of yours? Of mine? Yeah. Um, pushing boundaries. Like, yeah. little by little. Like, like, if they're clearly stated. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's... Because you gotta clearly state your boundaries, y'all. Like, you guys gotta communicate, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a communication thing. Yeah. S- um, but I just... That... Mm-mm. Because I can tell that you're trying to get me now. I can tell. Back then I couldn't. But now I can tell, like, you're easily just trying to ease me into this idea of something that I already know that I don't want to do. But it's like, oh, well, I like I like him. I'll do it. You know, like you I I'm very much a people pleaser. So and I have a hard time saying no to people. And that is something, you know, that's not that person's responsibility. It's mine because I have to use my voice um but if your partner is pushing those boundaries and pushing it and pushing it they probably don't have your best interest in mind um and they're probably not listening to you they're taking your boundaries as a consideration or "Mm, let's see how how far can i push it that's the people that you need to look out for yeah dangerous yeah people who respect you and love you should understand your boundaries i agree i feel like a red flag for me personally is like lack of ambition or like goals for themselves. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that they need to be like rich, like have a big house, nice cars type of thing, but like have goals for yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like personally, that's something for me. Mhm. Because everybody should want things for themselves. And yeah. it's not up to you or that word came out weird. Your partner's responsibility to push you to do good things for yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, in a relationship, you're still individual people. You should still have individual goals for yourself, I believe. In oh, my definitely. opinion. That's in my opinion, though. Yeah. 
Um, I think, you know, that's important to, like, make sure that, like, you keep yourself, like, on track and you're checking in with yourself. Because uh, a lot of people, whenever they dive into, you know, relationships or some things happen so suddenly or there's, like, a connection, like, you really, like, kings, queens, everybody out there, take a step back. Look at really what's happening. Like, it's easy to get caught up in it yeah. when you're in it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot easier to see something from the outside perspective than the inside perspective. Like, yeah. For sure. Um, let's, let's look into some other red flags, shall we? Refusing to respect boundaries of any kind. We talked about that. Power and balance in the relationship. Mm, you see these a lot with like an age group difference or, you know, someone, someone that's making all the money and then the other person isn't. Yeah. And like, we can take you back to those nuclear family dynamics. Yeah. Um, where like. Like we were talking about the other day, like typically you see as like a straight couple with like, you know, the dad's the breadwinner, the mm-hmm. mom's like taking care of the kids <clears throat> and then same, rip, same, same, rip same. in the chat. Anyways, we digress. We digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not for us, but we're, we're not judging you kings and queens who want that for themselves. No. But, you know, and then they have like a couple of kids and I feel like. In very traditional relationships like that, sometimes you see that power dynamic issue Mm -hmm. because you have, like, like you were saying, like, the breadwinner thinking that they can have control. Like, personally, one of my mom's marriages was like that. And so, like, I've seen it firsthand. Like, it still happens. Yeah. Like, Shout out to our moms. Your survivors. Love you both. Shout out, Lori. Shout out, Christy. (laughs) Girl, hey. Don't stalk our moms, please. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, no, it still exists, and it's it's a real thing, and I think sometimes people don't think that it exists, because we're in modern age, 2021, like, you know, women have more of a say in relationships, and I'm not just talking about women, like, there are yeah. definitely cases where, like, like you were saying, like, it's just the breadwinner who thinks that mm-hmm. they have control over yeah. somebody else because they're more financially stable and have control yeah. over the money yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I would definitely... Definitely agree with that. Um, For the people out there, maybe you're in a relationship like that now. Um, One thing, and especially, like, if you're trying to, you know, plan or you're thinking about leaving this person and, you know, you're kind of wrapped up, you may not have money of your own. Do what you can to get cash back at stores, grocery stores. Um, Because usually if, you know, you're able, you need to have a place where you can keep money on the side for yourself um and it or needs to stay hidden kids yes and your kids that is your own um if you have you know if you have to hide it in like a plant in a house like you know you in that moment you do what you need to do Wherever but you can find a space baby Be resourceful. You, you find a space yeah you can improvise um so i would recommend doing that um obviously i'm not like a licensed professional but i've been through a lot of crazy stuff in my life so take it from me Real life. Period. Real life experiences. As we said. Brought here. Brought <laughs> by yours truly. By yours truly, yeah. What were some other red flags? I feel like we haven't hit very many. Okay. Not allowing a partner to go out with friends, interacting at friends, like, at the level that that partner prefers. So, like, yeah, they may let you have friends, but it's, like, mm, only to oh. a certain extent. Only certain ones, only certain times. Yeah. They'll give you enough freedom to make you feel like you're free. 
yeah or i only like you can hang out with them but i'm coming with you yeah every time boy i don't need a babysitter i'm grown period period calling partner names belittling or telling them that they are worthless bad or wrong hello um yeah this is not a red flag that is emotional abuse what was it uh calling your partner names belittling or telling them that they are worthless bad or wrong yeah please don't disrespect your partners like that no if you're constantly invalidating their feelings belittling them um that's emotional abuse that is emotional abuse Please just, if somebody is trying to confide in you about something, even if you feel like it isn't, doesn't equate to what you've been through, do not invalidate them, please. Like, they're trying to confide in you and, like, trust that they can share information Mm -hmm. with you. And if you tell them what they're going through isn't what they're feeling, if that makes sense. Like, if you tell them that what they're experiencing is less than what you've experienced that's just going to um well first of all hurt your relationship with them but also it's just going to make them feel bad about what they're going through oh yeah um i'm gonna get on a soapbox for a minute um Mm. in regards to that subject um if someone is coming to you and telling you something that they've been through that's traumatic it is not your job to sit there and be like oh yeah I understand I went through xyz that is not the moment that you bring up your trauma you're not you should not try to bond with this person by like a traumatic experience number one um because you know psychologically that can be dangerous trauma bonding um it's your job to listen and offer support I'm sorry that happened to you I believe your experience how can I help you that's a good um, one. How can I help you? How can I help Just you? Just directly ask them. And yeah. they'll tell you what they need. Don't mm-hmm. assume that you know what they need. No. Speaking on that, I've learned that firsthand. Yeah. So. Because, you know, you got to give the control back to them. And that might be a little bit scary at first because, you know, for a while they may have not been able to make those decisions. Because everybody else or somebody else has always made them for them. But if it's important that you make them feel like they're once again, they're finally back in control. They can control where they get help, resources, if they even want help. Well, and nobody's going to know what works best for them besides that. Besides that. Yeah. You know, like, they're going to know what is best yeah. for them in that moment. Um, and I feel like a lot of people have a bad habit of doing this, but I, I want to go ahead and just try to validate everybody in the club right now, all the feelings. There's no hierarchy of pain or trauma. Period. Your experience is just as valid as the next person's. I feel like a lot of times, you know, oh, and even people like in therapy will say this or, you know, when talking to your friends, well, yeah, well, it wasn't as bad as blah, blah, blah's experience or when this happened. It still fucking hurt. Like, let yourself feel and process those feelings. I know that you're probably used to invalidating yourself, but... This is your time to shine, bitch. Like, Not validate your own feelings. looking at me right now. Listen. In the eyes. I'm bonding. Bestie bond. Oh, my gosh. I'm speaking the truth. Okay. <laughs> but I'm off my soapbox. No, I mean, I do agree, though, that, um, you know, like, be a friend. Not a hypocrite or, like, not a critic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... Whatever happened, if it's not sitting right with you or if it's making you upset, there's a reason for it. Yeah. So, don't, even if you 
think that other people are going to think it's a small matter. Like, it doesn't matter. If you're upset If you're upset about something, you have a right to feel upset about something. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much what you're trying to say in summary. Yeah. Why you always summarize my thoughts like that? Listen, I just get it. Um, another red flag, limiting the financial spending, access to finances, desire slash ability to get a job, limiting access to a, a car or reliable transportation, limiting access to a phone, or asking for your social media phone or email password. Okay, yeah, let's see your opinion on that. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about your significant other asking you to check your phone? It really bothers me. Why? I, well, okay. I don't know if this has to do with my, like, OCD that I was diagnosed with, but numerous times throughout my childhood, I felt like I couldn't have my stuff. I wanted my shit, kept where I wanted my shit, and I didn't want no one else touching my shit. I didn't <laughs> get know, that What's privilege. mine is mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, baby, I'm paying my phone bill. Mommy and daddy ain't doing that for me. I've never <laughs> had that privilege, and so it's not your, it's not your place. Um... And it really just bothers me to have, like, my stuff gone through because, number one, I think it's an ethical violation, especially with my job as a CA. I talk to a lot of different people about a lot of different things and have a lot of heart-to-heart private Yeah, it's your job to keep some information confidential. Yeah, yeah. and that's a bi- that is a big part of my job. And so I really would not feel comfortable with that, especially granted that I can – I want to be a CA until, you know, I graduate college – which is like an RA, if any of you don't know what that means. Um, so I just, I liked everything in one place. I like my stuff kept the way it is because, you know, I've had times where I my diaries were getting gone through. And I knew that. My oh, stuff was yeah. getting gone through all the time. So I've had my... Violation. Yeah, it's don't a violation of my trust. Diaries. Yeah. So I feel like that's a violation of my trust. Like, I understand, like, maybe, like, reassurance and whatever, but... You should have healthier ways of providing reassurance than checking somebody's phone. Yeah, I think that's important to talk about because I feel like a lot of people feel uncomfortable sometimes asking for reassurance, especially mm-hmm. like early on in relationships. And I don't think that reassurance is a bad thing in a relationship. Absolutely like, there's not. There's a difference, though. Hear me out. There's a difference between being clingy and like needing reassurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, like, you can't, I'm not saying that you should be with somebody who can't have a life outside of you, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, it's okay to need reassurance because everybody gets in their head. Yeah, but you got to be able to do that as like. In a healthy way. In a healthy way. Yeah, like you should be able to talk to your partner and be like, hey, like, sometimes just be direct to be like, hey, I need reassurance about blah 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 yeah you know i feel like you know everybody needs reassurance you're gonna have so many different relationships in your life that need reassurance your friendships your romantic relationships sexual relationships sometimes your professional relationships yeah so you're not gonna ask your boss for their phone or their email for reassurance you're not gonna do that to your friend if you think your friend's being a bitch and stabbing you in the back you're not gonna be like let me go through your phone i understand that point of view why Why would you take advantage of your partner's trust that way? Like, that's a special type of trust that you have with your partner. And, you know, that's something that means a lot to me because I have trust issues. So I would like to, you know, I'm really trying in my relationships that I have now to have those healthy reassurance, you know, talking in a healthy way. Yeah. Doing things in a healthy way. 
Yeah, I get what you're saying. And also, like, speaking about saying that you need reassurance from your partner. As a partner, please respond to that in a healthy way. Like, oh, yeah. if somebody is directly coming to you and being like, I need a reassurance about whatever the situation is, please be like, thank you for coming and talking to me about this. Like, and then figure out what you guys can do to yeah. remedy that situation. Oh, completely. I It's just, I it's just something that I wish people knew more about and like you know obviously as you get older and you have more relationships um you learn more from those relationships so whether it be friendships romantic you know like the list goes on but um you know the sooner you start being conscious of your actions and the way that it affects people the better you know yeah and same goes to you know another red flag you know that your partner the you know that person trying to control who you can talk to text and communicate with one thing that a lot of people our age group, Gen Z, if you're obviously 18 plus, um, <laughs> you need to be having those hard conversations, especially um, like how you feel about your partner hanging out with the opposite sex. That's a good example. I feel because like a lot of people a lot struggle of with that. Yeah. yeah. You need to have. Not us saying yeah at the same time. <laughs> anyways, anyways. You should have that shit understood and figured out before you get your ass into a relationship i think what you're trying to say is like it's good in the beginning of relationships to set clear boundaries with your yeah partner. i mean you should have that before the relationship in my opinion because like in the it's talking a, stage yeah in the talking <laughs> stage because you should have the same listen if you don't agree on that that is kind of like a moral ethical issue like that's within yourself you guys just disagree and that's okay but it's not going to work. It's going to cause problems later down the line. Listen, I think it's important to clarify in this moment, you know, get to know your speakers a little bit better. We're talking about these opinions from a spectrum of information. Okay. <laughs> because I am not super experienced in relationships, but I've seen a lot of relationships. Um, whereas you're talking to somebody else who is more experienced in relationships. Yes, sir. And so... We're giving advice from both point of views. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind. Like, we're not just going in and we're like, oh, we know what's best because we've been in a bunch of relationships. Like, we're we're just start, we're, we're just talking, talking about, about us. All. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, this is our um, experience. Like, once again, we're not from verified professionals. Yeah, we're not verified professionals. Um, yeah. Also, not affiliated with WGS department at UCM or UCM in general. We just got to throw that little tidbit out there. <sighs> Gaslighting. Next red flag I have. Manipulating you. Manipulating. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I said that weird. Manipulating you into making you feel like your thoughts, feelings, and memories aren't valid or forcing you to doubt yourself. Ooh, not the self-doubt. I do not like her. Mm-mm. <laughs> don't make me rude. feel crazy. Like, don't be like, oh, yeah. babe, like, I don't know what you're talking about that never even happened or it well it didn't happen like how you said it happened like which goes back to invalidation yeah please don't invalidate your partners at all like trust so, that what they're telling you yeah is. gaslighting is whenever you're literally manipulating someone to believe that your reality that their reality is not real it's not how it happened and it wasn't accurate um and makes you feel like you're crazy like you're like well did that really happen the way it happened or am I just being dramatic or you know oh that's one that hits me hard ooh 
Ooh, I don't like that. When people word. tell you you're just being dramatic. Yes. Oh my gosh. Anybody who knows me well knows that when people tell me I'm over dramatic or that I'm being too dramatic, that triggers me. Or overreacting. Yes. Ooh, that's a big one. Or that I'm being too sensitive. Those are mm. all big ones for me. You shouldn't say that to anybody. Because, like, in my personal experience, in situations like that, um, the ones that have affected me the most are whenever I'm going to them and I'm, like, trying to be open and I'm, like, trying to figure it out and, like, I'm trying to find comfort in them and trust Mm -hmm. them to help me figure it out. Um, And then they're telling me indirectly with those statements that I shouldn't be feeling that way and that... It's not important. So I know a lot of other people who have similar experiences to this. So please Mm -hmm. think about those statements before you make them. Because I feel like the statements, oh my gosh, you're being so dramatic. Or like, you're being overly dramatic right now. Like, I feel like those are common phrases that people just don't think about before they say sometimes. Read the room. Social cues. Social cues. Social cues, baby. Oh, Last red flag. Trigger warning. Sexually coer- sexually coercing somebody in any way. Like sexual coercion in any fashion. It's just it's just a finger or it's just the tip or are you sure? I feel like you'd be much more comfortable if blah 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 blah. Shut your mouth. I told you what I wanted and what I was okay with and what I wasn't. Yeah. Why are you trying to push it? Okay, honestly, if we're being real. Yeah, if we you're are. about to get into a sec. Well, of course we are. <laughs> you know how we do, baby. Um, if you're about to be sexual with somebody, I don't care if you guys just fucking met. I don't care. Like before you hop in there, just be like, "This is what I'm okay with. This isn't. This is what I'm not okay with." Yeah. Because if you just like rip that bandaid off and you have that conversation before, you're probably gonna save yourself so much time and so you're gonna be so much more comfortable yeah that's I, true i mean hopefully you you've entered like a sexual situation with someone that you feel like safe with and at least trust like i don't know like 10 15 you know yeah also tell your partners if you have an std that's just a side <laughs> note but like some people don't be telling people about that like they just don't share that information you should get you yourself <laughs> tested after every partner after everyone I don't care who you are. You can be slang banging it around. I do not care. You should get yourself tested because if not, you're going to wind up hurting yourself and probably multiple other people over something that you just neglected to do as a part of your day. Yeah, we didn't mean to hop on like a lecture about STDs. But <laughs> let's loop back around. <laughs> oh, if you need but. STD or STI testing, UCM Health Center offers free testing. UCM students, go check that out if you need it. It's not embarrassing. No. Everybody wants to make sure that their shit's clean. I do. Period. Period. Anyways. Anyways, we digress. We digress. Okay. Um, Sexual coercion is what we were talking about, right? Yeah. Just kind of, it's like the sexual part of manipulating somebody. Pushing the boundaries. In conclusion, no means no. That is assault. Sexual coercion is assault. No means no. Period. Whoever you are. Period. Period. If a guy says no, it means no. If a girl says no, it means no. Let's talk about that. Listen, for the bros, I understand, and I think this is a problem that women have, like especially straight women, that they need to fucking stop. 
I think it's so hypocritical for someone that identifies as a woman or that's in like a heterosexual relationship or, you know, straight for them to, you know, have like these talks about consent. Consent is double sided, baby. Mm -hmm. Just because they may be a straight guy doesn't mean or I mean anybody any guy any person like it needs to be double-sided and a lot of women I think fail to make sure and ask for consent um with men because they just assume that all men want to have sex anytime that it's available that's not true I do low-key see what you're I see what you're saying because like you're saying that like it's more put upon guys to ask for consent, which they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. They absolutely should. Everybody should. Um, but, like, women sometimes don't think about asking them for consent yeah. without, like, hopping on them or whatever. Yeah. Before, because... Just because they're a guy doesn't mean that they're always down to, like, have sex anytime. Yeah. Like, what we're trying to say is guys can be sexually harassed, assaulted, yep. and raped. Yep. Um, as well. And... I don't care who you are. I don't care how you identify. Man, woman, non-binary. You know, the spectrum goes on. Like, if you're in a sexual situation and that person says no, that's what it means. That's it. Like, that's no. Like. And another thing. Okay. If I were to tell, like, if you and I were in a sexual situation and then you said, oh, like, oh, no, I'm not really interested in that. I'm not. you, You remember the vine that was like. The guy on the skateboard, and he's on this flip phone. He's like, so no head? And then he <laughs> shuts the flip phone. <laughs> and he slams his foot on the ground, and he breaks the skateboard. <laughs> don't react that way if someone says that they don't want to have sex or do anything sexual with you. Honestly, if we're going to be completely honest, if I'm in a, a situation like that, and... They start throwing a fit if because I say no. So that, no head? that's a turn off. That, like, yeah, that's a turn off. You ain't never gonna get a call or like, text back. That doesn't make me want to engage in those experiences with you more. That just makes me think that you you are just like spoiled and don't understand what no me like. It literally doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. Come you, on. you just look childish like you just look immature because like and i know a lot of guys especially seeing all these tiktoks mm-hmm. um a lot of guys will confess that they are sexually in control it is something that can be achieved by anybody so this is true period and i'm not saying there are okay there are like sexual addictions so and if I'm you are aware. sexually addicted please go seek help Please go see Paul. But please go I'm see just talking about the everyday person. Like we all everyday people. Exactly. Real yeah. Back to the motto of the podcast. Anyways. What? I know you can keep it in your pants, is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> so maybe um like if you wanted, like we could talk about like maybe like a dating experience or a sexual experience that's been positive that you feel like, oh, that I've never been treated or done that way before. And I really liked that. Like, it's usually the small things that people should be doing. You know, listen, ladies, the bar is so low. I really don't have many to share, <laughs> like, good experiences. No, like, a, mine have all been, like, weird. 
Tell tell a weird one then. Oh gosh. Okay. So <laughs> No names. No names. No no no. No 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 no. Over the summer I went and hung out with this dude. And it's like the first time we hung out and I literally met I met him fifteen minutes before I met his whole friend group. <laughs> I mean I hate like that. Mm-mm. It would it would have been okay, but like a lot of the people who showed up were like a couple years younger than him. It was weird. I was like, "Do you not hang out with people that are like your age?" I mean, there's nothing wrong with hanging out with people Red that black. are younger than you, but like I expected somebody there to be older than us. I don't know. Maybe that's just me because I hang out with older people sometimes. I th- I mean I think like, that's a fine. Couple years. But if you're constantly just surrounding yourself by younger people, I find that as a red flag. Well, okay, listen, listen, listen. So <laughs> I show up, and I he literally gives me a tour. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he as lives, he should. Yeah, and then his friends start showing up, and I I'm not kidding. There was like 17. Oh my god. No, I don't mean I met like five of his homies. I mean like. I met you met the whole football. I team. met the whole <laughs> squad, and I was like, it was weird. I don't know. I didn't like that to be honest. Because okay, if this is our first time hanging out, I'm already overwhelmed trying to get to know you. Like, <laughs> and then like you're gonna lay like, seventeen other people on me, bro. No, I cannot get to know seventeen people all at once and then be all nervous because I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down type of stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because. Let's be honest. How many dates have you gone on where you're actually, like, confused on if they're, like, feeling you? You know? Yeah. But you know? I usually figure I'll find out later. Yeah. Like, one way yeah, or Yeah, but I feel like that's a common thing that goes through a lot of, like, especially women. Like, people that I know. I feel like that's a lot. Of, like, people get nervous about dates. Yeah. So, like, don't introduce your whole friend group to them on your first date. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be able to be without your homies. At least for a minute. You know? Yeah, well, and then I tried to hang out with him again because I was trying to give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And then he brought a friend that time, too. So I was like, okay, we're not going to hang out one-on-one, apparently. Like, this is going to be done. (laughs) Yeah. That's annoying. But anyways, what's what's one of your dates? Like, your it dates? My it dates? Like, like, mm, not not your biggest fan. I don't know. Two out of ten type of dates. Um, this, <laughs> I went and got, this guy was a little bit older than me, and we had gone to a Mexican place for dinner. Okay. After dinner, I did not see this man ever again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel like this one's going to be bad. Um... I don't think I know this story. Uh, I have two to share, actually. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> number one, we we went out to get Mexican food here in Warrensburg, and then um, we were just kind of talking, and he got kind of upset with me because I am a bad texter. If you know me in person or real life, I'm a bad person to text, especially on Snapchat. You'll get 12-hour responses. Gracie's giving me confused looks because Gracie always is prioritized in the messages. Oh, that's cute. I was confused because I was like, she always responds pretty quick to me. I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of y'all. <laughs> yeah, but we kind of got into a heated conversation about that. Um, and I was just like, I am I do what I do. Like, I don't know. Um, 
And then essentially he paid for it. And I was kind of upset because I wanted to split it. Um, which, you know, he's fine being a gentleman, whatever. Okay. Wait, wait, can I pause your, can I pause your story and ask you a question? Go for it. What are your views on, um, paying for the first date? How do you think that should go? I'm a split it type of bitch. Yeah. I understand. I understand that point of view. I have a hard time with people buying me things because I feel like I just owe them. Like I'm in a constant debt to that person. That shit hit deep, huh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just curious because a lot of people have different opinions on that topic. I I have a very weird relationship with money and people buying me things. Um, Unless it's like for an occasion, then I'm pretty chill about it. But other than that. Like I still, I just have a, I just have a problem with it. Anyway, um, Mexican food. It was really good Mexican food, um, but <laughs> you know we just kind of left, and it was very clear. Like we just did not. Like he's a nice guy. We just didn't get along. But then he was the the friend thing. Like, do you want to come to me to this town? That's like. 30 minutes away like my brother's there like I think my aunt's gonna be there actually like would you like to come and I was like I have a statistics essay I was bullshit <laughs> and he's like oh you're in statistics what class and we happened to be in the same statistics class he was just taking it online so he knew that I did not have a statistics essay <laughs> I bullshitted so hard. He caught you. Yeah, he definitely caught me. And then we just kind of came to the conclusion. I was just like, listen, I I think it'd just be best if, like, we unadded each other on Snap. And he was just like, yeah. At least it wasn't, like, weird. No. You know, it was mutual. No. Oh, it wasn't mutual? No, it was definitely mutual. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait. Hmm? Okay. Uh, Second story? Um... I don't know why this person felt the need to do this, but they just kind of got really attached very, very quickly. And then it was the first date. It wasn't even a date. I was sick. So I was just like, well, you can like come over to my dorm. We can do like a puzzle or something. And like not to be gross or like sexually explicit. He just randomly decided to tell me in the middle of like a normal activity, like like a puzzle or a board game or something. That he was going to come. Just right in the middle of Candyland, huh? <laughs> like that's... And I was just like... Very direct. <laughs> what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> like, he just... Ex- like, he literally whipped it out and expected me... To do something to about do it. To do something about it. Hmm. A bit odd. I provided me. a tissue instead. He left shortly after. As he should have. <laughs> Interrupting the freaking puzzle like that. <laughs> I like puzzles. Listen, okay. We talked about, you know, like, what red flags are for people that we're interested in. But what are your red flags? What are your personal red flags, Faith? I told you. I don't know. Like, all of those same red flags, like, apply to me. Like, I don't have anything, like, <laughs> She special. said I'm toxic. No! <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh, I'm not a toxic bitch. I don't think I am. Um, I Just those, those same red flags that we just talked about. I don't know. Okay, but, like, what are things that you do that other people could consider a red oh, flag? Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, 
I put themselves on blast. I don't really know what a red flag of mine would be. You tell me. You're going to know. You're going to be able (laughs) to pinpoint better than I am. You want me to tell you your red flags? Yeah. Pop off, sis. She never freaking wakes up. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) How is that a red flag? That's just a bad habit. She's late for everything because she (laughs) never wakes up. Her relationship with sleep is unlike one I've ever seen before. This is true. Um, so that. <laughs> What's an actual red flag, though? Like you know my relationship uh, history. Like you know that shit. You you do be liking the attention. Ooh, that's mm. probably it. I probably I would probably agree with that. Like I, I'm just a very nice person, and so I like to you know. Be nice. nice. And, you know. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm definitely the girl that just flirts to flirt. At least you're honest. Yeah. But, like, if it makes you feel special, then whatever. I'm having a good time. I just like to make people feel good about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) It comes from a good place. But that's definitely been um, a problem in one of my relationships in the past where I just kind of let everybody talk to me however they wanted and, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just am too nice about it. Or if someone's like flirting with me and I can tell that they like me, I just have a hard time like telling them no. <laughs> 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 like I just don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But then on the other hand, I'm also like, fuck you. You know, like it just depends on the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get a little bit of both. Who knows? <laughs> God bless. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What are my red flags? Yeah. Do you want me to answer this or you want to answer it? If you have an answer, go. Because I don't. Oh, I know where my weaknesses lie. (laughs) (laughs) Where they at? Um. I don't know. Like, I feel like my views on relationships are, like, just kind of weird. You know? Mm -hmm. Like... Anybody who knows me, like, relationships have never been my top priority. Like, ever. I just always find myself in one. We're opposite ends. She she run towards, I run away. I don't run towards. They, <laughs> they come find me. <laughs> God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not hating on her, though, I promise. She knows. She knows I love her. Yeah. But I yeah. think it's important to be honest. Like, we all have yeah, flaws. Absolutely. Like, girl, I ain't going to sit up here and be like, I'm perfect. I know everything. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, literally, don't think we're hating on any of you guys because we know we have flaws. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, I guess, like, another one would be... Like, I have trust issues. Like, honestly. Yeah. And, like... Sometimes I don't like when, uh, like, areas of my life overlap with one another, and I don't think that'd be beneficial, like, Like me texting your brother? Yes. <laughs> like, you texting my brother. <laughs> how do you guys, if you guys ever watch this, please put in the comments how you feel about your siblings, like, and your friends texting each other. I don't know, that shit's weird to me sometimes. If we even have a comment section. I don't know if this will be Yeah, maybe. Too. I don't know. We'll see. Let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. That freaking hurt my tooth. <laughs> they aching. Don't eat the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's that Got simple. me there. 
But um, back to the original topic. Yeah, I don't like when oops, like certain areas of my life overlap. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It weirds me out, and I feel like in a relationship, like you, it's important to like bring your like each other into each other's families and like into Slowly. their regular lives. Yeah, I'm not saying right away, but like, like you know, eventually. In, like, a long-term relationship, especially, like, you want your significant other to get along with your family and your friends. And I think that that will be an issue with me because I don't like when that shit yeah. mix. I don't like that. I dated someone for, like, what, three years? His parents never met my parents. They still See, I yeah, I wouldn't like that. That stuff's weird. I don't know. That makes me, it makes me so uncomfortable. I don't know. I don't like when parents have to meet. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm getting in trouble. Like I'm in like a yeah. press, like a parent-teacher conference type of situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's parent how I on parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like double. Well, also, like I think I'd be super afraid of my significant other's family not liking me. So then I would just feel so awkward. I like I'd be weird about it, and also like yeah. I would laugh at inappropriate times because that's just what I do. So, <laughs> um, if you guys know me and have ever seen me do that, like, you know I'm not lying. But, um, I feel, yeah, those are some of mine. <laughs> Put yeah. myself on blast a little bit. Uh, but I think, you know, all in all, just talking, just having that supportive person that you know that you can be open with and vulnerable with, like, Gracie and I are that person for each other. Like, we check yeah. each other. Like, if I'm fucking up, like, Gracie's gonna be like, dude, you're fucking up. I mean, it's important to be honest with your friends or in any relationship yeah. that you're in because, like, I... What's the point of being tight with somebody if you're not gonna, like, let them know what's up? Like... Exactly. It's that a respect thing. Like, I don't want... I, don't, I hate person... I... Ooh, I hate wasting my time, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably another reason I don't fuck with dating that much, but that's beside the point. Anyways. It? It? <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't like wasting my time, and I don't like when the people that I'm close with waste their time. So, like... That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so, like, if I'm just up front with them about it, you it's going to save time, time for both of us. Yeah. Exactly. Time is literally the one thing you can never get back. Period. Like, you can't ever... You're never going to get younger. Like, you I don't, don't turn see the point. Thing. I don't see the point. If something's going on, be direct with people. Yeah. Especially but your friends. Statistically speaking, if you just tell, like... If you're just telling, like, one supportive person something, like, it lowers the rate of... PTSD, depression, anxiety, and suicidal ideation. Like, it could mean, like, you being there for your besties or your bitches or your your bros. Anybody. Could make Your difference. coworkers, your peers, your classmates. Yeah. Your coworkers. Oh, I think I already said that one, but you get my point. <laughs> um, But no, like, I don't know about you guys, but personally, sometimes the mind is a harsh place. Like, Very harsh. It's really easy to get all up in your thoughts, and sometimes just having, like, one person to, like, listen while you get it off your chest, it makes it makes a difference. It makes all the difference, for real. Um, and I do want to throw out there that there is a website that you can go to if you feel as if you are experiencing, um, you know, um, any any sort of abuse at all. 
Um, and it's actually pretty cool in the way that it works. Um, it's thehotline.org. And so as soon as you enter the website, um, you know, it lets you know that there's a security alert and that, you know, you can relate, you can er erase your computer history. Um, but if you're worried about, you know, your partner finding out that you're looking for resources or you're trying to seek help, go to this website. They have a, they have a call, they have a hotline, they have a chat, um, they have text as well. Um, text number is text START, all caps, to 88788. Um, or you can call the hotline 1-800-799-SAFE um, to elaborate. 1-800-799-7233 for their call line. Um, and there's a, it's really, really helpful because it's not always safe to look at these resources with your partner being at the home. And so on the webpage, there's a, there's a little square button that has an X that says exit. And if you hit that button, it'll, it'll immediately change the page to Google as if you like had just opened up a page. So that gives you time to, you know, be safe. Um, please be safe as always. Um, if you need help, some other good resources are like the crisistextline.org has a bunch of good information about, you know, kind of dives a little bit deeper with emotional abuse specifically, you know, like how to deal with it or IPV, intimate partner violence. Um, those are some really good resources as well. So the, for, for again, that's the hotline.org that has the text line, call line, online chat, the secret little exit button, and then you have crisistextline.org for emotional abuse specifically. Um, if there's any other resources that you feel as if you need, if you see me around campus or if you know where I'm at or if you have a UCM email, you can type in my name, Faith Richardson, and select the one that says FAR69840. I also have a work email. But if you guys need more resources or would like some for somebody that you know is struggling, don't be afraid to reach out. Also, UCM students, listen up. Um, there are counseling centers available on campus. Um, I know there's one that you can go to for free. It's the health center. At the health center. And then there's a family and then individual therapy clinic. Yep. Um in which I think they start around 15, but if you can't afford 15 a month, then they can lower yeah. it to whatever you can afford. They, c they can work with you. Yeah, they're definitely willing to accommodate. So um, if you don't feel like the website's the best choice for you, then there's always those off um, opportunities. And if they can't get you in, then they can connect you with resources that um, will provide you with more information. Yeah. I would probably say here at UCM it takes about maybe like maybe like two weeks to get like a initial appointment booked because they're pretty booked up right now, but they're not gonna stop gonna ch you know trying to get you in. They will make the effort. All right, we will see you guys hopefully next episode. Stay happy, stay healthy, kings and queens. Period. Period. Goodbye. B bye.